This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. This podcast is produced by podcastandradio.com. Small Biz. Small Biz America. The Brain. Our guest on this segment is the founder of Choice Is Your Superpower. Matthew Hale is a certified success and leadership coach trained through the Jack Canfield Company, spent more than 15 years in sales and sales management, and then made a change to coaching. He says, too many people are burnt out with their jobs and careers, and this results in living a mediocre life. So he teaches people every day how to make extraordinary choices so they can take their life from meh to living a life with passion and excitement. Matthew Hale, welcome to the program. Thank you, David. I appreciate it. Thanks for your time today. Absolutely. So, you know, the name says it all. It is about the power of choice. And why is it that so many of us just don't get that? You know, I think what it was for me, uh, speaking from my own experiences, I think you just kind of get caught up allowing life to happen. Uh, you know, you always heard the same, make the best of your situations, just go with the flow and things like that. And I think sometimes we just kind of get caught up doing what other people want us to do and falling in line with certain ideas. And we, we kind of lose touch with what we really want in life. And instead of trying to create that, we're, we're just hoping that something happens for us and then we can have some positive results from that. And like, like you said in my introduction, and that leads to a life of mediocrity and a feeling of like settling in life. Yeah. Matt, how did you transition from what I'll call sort of a sales and leadership environment, if I've got it right, through yep. your training at Canfield and then precipitated you to, to decide to move into more of a coaching model? Well, I tell you what, I basically hit a point in my career where it wasn't satisfying, wasn't feeling fulfilling. And I had, you know, limited, I thought, options being in, in one industry for so long. It was like, man, how am I going to change what I'm going to do? Or what can I do? And I've always just kind of been drawn to self-development books. So when I kind of hit that wall, I felt like I was just stuck. I was trapped and I didn't know what to do. I was like, well, all I know to do is start reading and see, and see if I can find something. And then through my journey of trying to grow myself, I was realizing that a lot of the stuff I was learning, I was never taught before. My parents don't know this stuff. Schools don't teach this stuff. And everyone I was sharing it with, the, the process I was going through, they were eating it up. Just like, wow, and then what happened? And then what do you do? And, and I, I realized sales was close because I get to help people. But this is a way that I think I can get people to really let their inner light shine and find a way to, to live life that makes them happy. Is this a process for you that leads to sort of your developing your own curriculum that's derivative from this journey? Or how did you put together the actual content for the model that you now use to guide people through with you? 
Well, a lot of it's just, you know, like I said, years of studying a lot of development coaches and teachers, sharing a lot of ideas, but there's like a center line, like a baseline that most teachers and any type of coaches kind of go through. So some of it is just from, like I said, just reading and watching videos and stuff like that. I did fall in love with Jack Canfield's book, The Success Principles, which is really an exploded, awesome version of the original Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill back in the early 1900s. And the reason I was drawn to it, David, is it gives you like concrete tools to use that you can start making changes. The other part that I put together is the mindset and, and, and like just my own experiences. I think people can relate to where I was, how I got stuck and how you actually get out of it. Matthew Hale is our guest. Matthew, is there one that you could unpack one of these principles, I'll call them, from the Canfield world or even something that you've derived from Canfield that now you own and sort of put a wrapper around yourself that you can unpack for us to give us an example of what these principles might look like? Sure, absolutely. The one I like to start with is clarity and clarity in your life. One thing I realized on my own journey is I didn't really have clarity. What what I was telling myself is I wanted something different. I wanted something better. I want more. But everything was very vague. And when I was sharing this with a lot of people, it seems like a lot of people had vague thoughts, too. So you'll hear from a lot of top entrepreneurs and business owners that, you know, they had an idea of something they wanted to do. And they went out and they did it because it was very crystal clear on what to go for. It's kind of like, you know, body image, David. A lot of people say, oh, I just want to get in better shape or I want to lose a few pounds. But, you know, what's better shape to you versus what it is to me to somebody else? It's a very big comment versus if you said, hey, I want to go out and I want to weigh 150 pounds and run a mile in seven minutes. Now we've got concrete ideas on what we need to do. And it's easier to take steps towards that than simply just to get in better shape. So clarity is a huge thing you can do to realize what you do want, and then you know where you're going. Ah, the power of clarity. And I know I've experienced this as well. There have been blocks of years where I didn't have clarity, and then uh, punctuated by moments almost like a lightning bolt where I realized I didn't and had clarity. And following those clarity points, many good things happened. And so I'll bet for those listening to this, they're probably nodding and saying, yeah, you know what? Um, So do we go through stages where we're just not asking the right questions? Is that a part of this? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I don't think we're asking enough questions of ourselves. Um, You always hear the term life is a journey. And I think I had that confused as I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to go to college or you go to high school, you go to college. And, you know, the journey is all these little outside physical milestones. Yeah. And the best successes I've had over the past few years with my personal journey is it's all on the inside, David. It's I have grown into the type of person who is able to shift his career and do something different. You know, a few years ago, I was just a sales guy. I didn't have this training. I didn't have this knowledge. I didn't have this network. I grew into something that allowed me to have different. Matthew, what does your practice look like today? I call it a practice, your business. What does it look like today? Is it individual coaching? Is it group? Is it combinations of different things, webinars? Give us a sense of your ecosystem. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm actually, it's a growing in process, actually. So right now what I'm doing is individual coaching. I'm working with a couple of businesses, discussing vision, employee engagement, and, you know, helping them out. And then I also do like keynote speeches for groups, businesses who just want to come in and make a powerful impact and learn, learn a good message that way. 
And I know we met through the NSA here in New Mexico, so it makes sense that you're speaking as well. And I know when you can teach the stuff, you really uh, internalize it more. I also love your narrative, the story you tell about how you were kind of feeling lost. I don't know that's my word, uh, a lack of clarity. And through that journey, you developed into this next phase for yourself, your business, and now you're touching other people's lives. As you work with people, and this, you know, it's maybe a tough question to answer because everyone's so unique, but as you work with, let's say, one-on-one business leaders or business owners, what are some of the challenges that seem to be trending or bubbling up for people right now today in the now? In business, I mean, it's employee burnout. Over 70% of employees are either not engaged or they're actively looking for new employment. Wow. And I, I really believe that's just because businesses are trying to focus on profit. I mean, obviously, if you want a successful business, you got to make money. I just think the focus is off. And I've worked enough sales jobs and here and there that I've seen it, you know, for myself. If you focus on profit, you're not focusing on what's really important, which is the people, because the people are what makes the company money. I think employees or the employers can do a better job for their employers by giving them an environment where they can come out and shine themselves instead of, you know, just following rules by rules and you know, going through the, the hoops, which makes people feel like every day is the same and it's a drag and you're, you're living for the weekend. And I was definitely there at one point and, and I hated it. And, and like I said, for me, I wanted to go do something about it. And that's one reason I want to work with businesses, because I think they can make a huge impact on our, our society if they just help their employees come alive a little bit more. Yeah, kind of wake up and engage. And there's a lot to this, and everyone's different in how they relate to the work they do for a variety of reasons. So you're dealing with business owners that may have employees that are suffering from some kind of fatigue or burnout. Do I have that right? Yeah. One word I hear a lot, too, is I want my employees to be more engaged. Engaged mm. is the word they're using. Yeah, that's the word. Huh. All right. Yeah. Great. So I'm imagining a lot of times you're reverse engineering from what the problems are and creating solutions that are meaningful to you and therefore to them and that you can really own and convey to them. This is fascinating work. Do people work with you for a long period of time or is it usually a flash of five sessions or sort of what does the arc look like? You know, it, it depends on where the business wise. It depends where the business at and the size of the business. Typically, you want to work on this stuff for a decent amount of time in the beginning, because this is a process. Like for an example, for my individual coaching, I have a seven-week online program that will introduce this stuff week at a time so you get the material. But I realized the learning curve could be like up to two years, because some of the stuff has to sink in. Some of the stuff you have to make belief changes and, and realize there is something different out there. And then all of a sudden, like you said before, you start having those aha moments of clarity or what your next steps are because you're, you're becoming the type of person who is aligned with what you're supposed to do. You had submitted a question, uh, Matthew Hale, about uh, the types of choices that tend to make the biggest impact. Uh, can you unpack this a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, choice is your superpower because in every moment you have a choice, not only on what you do, but what you think and what you feel about things that are happening to you. So along with, say, clarity, the two other things that, that the biggest choices are is number one is you've got to take responsibility for your own life and your own results. And that means like you quit complaining, you quit blaming other people, you quit making excuses. I mean, how many times do you just hear people complaining about politics and this and that? And it's like when you complain and blame like that, David, you were giving your power away to somebody else who's apparently has control over your life. And when you give that power away, you become a victim and you live in that victim mentality. And that 
there's a direct line to feeling trapped and stuck. Because, I mean, now you feel like you got to get somebody's permission to do something different. Yeah. Um, so once you start taking control for your life and you start realizing some things you do want and you start getting in touch with your clarity, the next thing you got to do, and I'm sure you've heard this, is you got to take some sort of action. The universe rewards people who take action. You know, life's a long journey. We, we've said that. But you don't know the whole path right now. When I said, I want to become a coach and I want to help others, I've never done it before. I didn't know what to do. I got training first, and then I met some more people, and then I started doing this second. And, you know, so the path lights up the more you go. So number one is you got to take responsibility. You got to know what you want. And then number three, you got to start doing something to go after it. And that's what builds momentum, and that's what takes you to your goals. Is part of the work you do just getting people to move off the sort of theory of it and the thought and into action? Is that a piece yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because a lot of people will ask me for recommendations on books and things like that. And I don't like <laughs> to give those away because right. too many people are in an information gathering mode. Ah, and um, that's you, good. Yeah, David, 10 years ago, I was the same way. I told you I love self-development books. Right. But I never did any of the exercises in them. I read them. I'm like, I got it. I got those concepts. I get it. Right. Right. But it's more than concepts. It's like if you're not doing something or trying something different, the information doesn't do you any good. That's why they say knowledge is power. But I think choice is a superpower because choice is what takes you to the next level. Oh, I love this. Uh, all the work you're doing, Matthew Hale. Makeinspiredchoices.com is the website. If you want to reach out to Matthew, he works uh, nationally and internationally as well. 505-702-3083 to engage, to use your word, uh, to engage with you and begin to get clear and begin to shift in the kinds of questions you're asking and this frame of mind bringing back choice as something that you can use as your superpower. Matthew Hale, thanks so much for joining us. Great stuff today. We'll do it again. Thank you so much, David. Small Biz, Small Biz America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.